Are you tired of frustrating customer service experiences? Well, get ready for the witness, or I should say witness, of transformation through Alliance as project management and customer service unite to address customer frustration and watch this family redefine customer service excellence. If you're new to the channel, I'll go by the name of ED for you smart and intelligent folks out there. Listen, that just simply means Ed. Today's episode is entitled The Perfect Blend, Project Management and Customer Service Unite. Again, The Perfect Blend, Project Management and Customer Service Unite. You know, family, I'm, I'm a little hesitant about today's episode. On Saturday, I did a an hour-long presentation, I should say, with my good buddy and friend, Phil. And we went through some of the trials and tribulations when it comes to service. And then it had me thinking, it had me thinking about project management and a whole of how sometimes we forget that as project managers, we are, we do provide a service. You see, I love with... What John Paul said, the co-owner or the co-founder of the John Paul Salons, John Mitchell uh, Salons, as well as uh, the Patron. And he said, make sure your product or service is the best it can be. Always remember, you don't want to be in the product business. You want to be in the reorder business. Again, I'm going to say that piece again. Make sure your product or service is the best it can be. Always remember, you don't want to be in the product business. You want to be in the reorder business. Why am I so fired up about this, family? Man, I didn't want to go here, but I have to go here. You see, the reason why I'm fired up about this, family, is because when, as a project manager, sometimes we lose sight of the aspects of leading good service. I mean, controlling the things you can control and letting go of the things you have no control over, yet still providing a more transparent look into the project with your customer to let them know exactly what it is going on. Because as you know, frustration truly comes from the expectations that are set by the person that is leading the project. Let me unpack that. What I mean by that family is, is that if you're my client and I'm your project manager and I tell you this is what you can expect and when you don't get those expectations, frustration comes in and when frustration comes in, then you as a customer start pulling back. Why do you pull back? Because you, you no longer trust the next thing that's gonna come out my mouth because of the fact that it continues to happen. So I thought to myself, well, how can I help the family as well as myself? Because this is a learning, this is a learning in progress, meaning that constantly there are going to be things, there are going to be elements, there's going to be situations that occur that as a project manager, you have no control over. I don't even care if you're, uh, you're not a project manager. If you are leading, if you're responsible for a service or product, and there's going to be certain aspects you have no control over. If the product was supposed to deliver on a certain time and it didn't deliver, and your customer is calling you and asking you where it's at, you have no control over that. But what you do have control over is being transparent and communicating effectively with that customer 
to inform them of why the package didn't get there on the time and date it was it was supposed to get there. So I'm going to go through my eight point framework. I just kind of thought of these things of while I had a, a unique experience, let's just say that as well as as in my personal life, as well as on a project that and it just so happened, I said to myself, what should I do with this information? And that's why I told you family on Saturday, uh, Phil and I got together, we put some content out and then I said, you know what? I need to put something out here too with the family. So um, there's gonna, this may be, it depends on how you guys feel about this. If, if you guys have sp experienced this, whether you are a project manager, whether you are on the customer side of things or you were the project manager, I would love to get your comments and feedback because we're all customers at the end of the day in certain areas at certain things that we purchase and buy. Um, and with that being the case, let me get through this. If you can't see, I'm fired up. So I'm very excited about this because we can always get in a space where we can complain and we can point fingers. But what happens when you do something about it? That's what I love when Joe Eagle said, okay, it happened. So what are you going to do about it? Well, Joe, this is me doing something about it today. So let's talk about the first point. First point is lack of personalization. What does that mean, ED? Check this out. When a customer feels frustrated and they receive a generic response like, we apologize, we'll work on that. Oh, you don't like that one? Okay, let me see if you heard this one. Um, you're right, we're wrong, we'll fix it. Okay, that doesn't work. How about this generic response? We will do better next time. And next time comes around and nothing happens. See, the point of that is of the lack of personalization. Uh, you don't. You need to understand your customer because your customer is the number one there when it comes to doing business. So you have to understand what does your customer, how does your customer want you to respond to them? And they will tell you, they will say, hey, could you give me a call? I don't like to do text messaging. Uh, could we set up a meeting and go through what is, what is is going wrong? Or could you ping me in Teams because I get so many emails. I don't want to see another email that comes through. So lack of personalization, and this is easy, family. We can address the we can address that in our communication plan. We can address this in, in our strategy call with the customer and say, hey, customer, how do you want us to communicate uh, to you? Uh, and what is the frequency would you like when things, you know, when things happen? And then there's a, are there a priority? Meaning, if you had a certain expectation, how, how do you want this to be communicated to you as far as certain prior, prior <laughs> priority levels, meaning critical, high, uh, medium, low? So I'm using that family at a very high level, but the point I'm trying to make is, is that when you just, when you don't put any effort into it and it just seems very generic, it seems very just like, um, like any other business uh, as a as a project manager, it, it just customers not going to want to do a uh, future business with you. I told you the quote by John Paul. He was saying, and 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 if you let me use my imagination, he was saying you want to be in the reorder business. How do you get into? How do you stay in the reorder business? You de you deliver exper uh, an experience that's exceptional amazing, incredible. I can continue to describe it with different ad adjectives, but let's move on to point number seven. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, fam. I mean, point number two. I get excited about these things because service to me as a project manager is your key foundation. And when I say key foundation, because if you communicate extremely well, your customer is going to have leniency on you if 
things don't go the way they're supposed to due to the fact you've been very transparent. You've been very upfront about what's going on. And that leads me into point number two, transparency and communication. See, listen, customers often express frustration due to lack of transparency and poor communication. If you told me the package will not be delivered on the day that I was expecting it, and then you give me a reason that, hey, the reason why the package didn't deliver, hey, this particular, uh, uh, let's say we're using FedEx. FedEx, there, there was a storm that happened in another uh, state, which would, the state it was coming from, and this is the reason why. What can I say? You had no control over that. And that's the biggest thing. I think we, we, we miss out on the fact of being transparent because we don't want to look a certain way. We're more concerned about the look when the customer doesn't even care about the look. They care about where is the thing that you promised me of what I was going to get. And if you're upfront with me, it gives me a better opportunity to make a more informed decision. And again, we're looking for reorder business, meaning that this is going to be a repeat customer. So as a project manager, when you're dealing with your stakeholders, uh, whether internal or external, you want to be transparent. Don't hide anything. Just be upfront and allow that customer to make a decision. Don't make the decision for the customer. Ooh, I like that. Because a lot of times we'll get caught up in making the decision for the customer uh, because we, we want to look so great in front of them. But see, I don't know about you, but I love working with people that are so transparent with me of saying, hey, we did drop the ball there. And let me explain the reason why. Because there's been projects I've led where I was very transparent. Hey, that email should have went out to that particular, to the client that we needed it to go out to and it didn't. That's on me. I apologize that, and let me show you what I will do so that won't happen again. And I'm giving, and I'm showing you, and when it comes up again, if I didn't address it, then you need to hold me accountable because I've already told you what I was gonna do. So that's why it's important, family, that we implement clear communication channels and ensure that the transparency process is up to par so no one has a misunderstanding in which equals when you have a misunderstanding, you create frustration. So again, family, this is, a, this is one of those, you know, I normally say message. This one right here, family, is what you want to ensure that you, you work on to do better. And I know it's uncomfortable. I know it's uncomfortable going to your customer and saying, hey, we didn't get the material or we didn't get the, the, the delivery as we were supposed to get. And I know I told you it'd be here in a week. Now we're being told it's two weeks. Instead of letting that week go by and then customers like, I don't see any activity, what's going on? And then when the material gets here and it's already two weeks past, you go to the customer and say, oh, we're sorry, we forgot to inform you, blah, blah, blah. It's like customers are already frustrated at that point. Anyway, let me move on to point number three. Point number three, short-term profit for long-term customer loyalty. Wow, that's a lot to say there. Short-term profit for long-term customer loyalty. What, what, okay, babe, basically, ED, what does that mean? Listen, that just basically means you are you're, you're prior, you're putting a priority on your customer satisfaction over immediate gains in which builds a long lasting loyalty. Listen, I don't know if you've ever heard this family, but I'm gonna share this with you just in case if you haven't. Do you know, which is weird, and I guess it really isn't weird, but 
I tested it out because I wanted to see if, if this was really true. And so what I did was I went and did my homework and I brought my, I brought my results back to you. Do you know more people will talk about the negative aspect of what happened to them versus the positive? Meaning, if I'm leading your project and you have a bad experience with me leading the project, you will tell everybody that's willing to listen to you about how poorly I led the project. Okay, you don't like that one. How about if you have a, a experience as a customer that when you went out to eat, the experience was just horrible. You would tell any and everybody that would possibly listen to you how, ex how poor the experience was versus how amazing the experience was. And the reason why is that is because you may have had a certain expectation already set and established because of what you've heard from previous people or seen in the reviews. And the, you get there and it's a whole different experience. Let's move on to point number four, prioritization of trustworthiness. What does that mean? That basically means, you know, it's, it's always interesting, you know, you can tell how the economy is going in a sense because when, the, when during challenging times, companies make a decision or project managers make a decision to really understand the importance of customer care to retain their customers because you don't know if this project is going to be a short-lived because even though you may have budgeted for it, if those, if that money wasn't all collected at once, because sometimes um, I've led projects where they're more of a phased approach, and when you're working on a phased approach project, you may only be allowed it a certain amount for that budget uh, for that particular phase, and then just kind of see, okay, yep, that's what we want. All right, we're moving on to phase two, and if 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 phase if phase two comes around and the customer's like, man. I don't know if this is, I'm, I don't know if I really feel in this, this particular project you're leading here because of the fact of that, um, and, and it's up to you really family to be able to get into a space of being able to ensure that you retain that customer by creating a trustworthiness um, that really prompts them to say, hey, we're gonna find a way to get this money because we, we know that you're gonna deliver on what you said you're gonna uh, deliver. And the other aspect of that is, is really adversity. Adversity really compels business to reassess their approach in which, which is a good thing, enhances the customer service to prevent that particular frustration. Point number five, complacency impact. What is being complacent? Complacent basically means is, well, uh, you know, I'll give you any little excuse and you're going to just go with it anyway. Like what, I mean, if you don't like it, then we'll just, you can go with somebody else, but it's too late. Now we already have your, you know, we already have the funding for your project. We already, and as a project manager, you to set yourself above and beyond what the average project manager would do. You want to ensure that you, you, you create that exceptional customer service that you're taking the time to really um, find all, you know, when you are against, you know, like if you come up against a problem that you're being proactive instead of reactive to problems. Now, there are things that you can control, as I stated earlier, and there's things that you can't control. But those the thing, the things that you can control don't get caught up in a complacency mindset, a complacency mindset 
means that you're being comfortable. You've gotten too comfortable because you received the success or you've gotten the awards or you got you have your PMP or your cap M and you feel that, hey, I'm, you know, I'm good. Like, hey, I, I, I put together a schedule. I put together a project plan and if they don't like it, then they can go with somebody else. No, 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 no. You don't want to create that type of aura in the, in the industry. So I challenge you, family, is to constantly be think, being proactive. Don't get comfortable because you've had success on another project and taking that mindset of, oh, well, I don't have to, to go above or beyond what I went for the other project. Let me move on to point number six, lack of. Mm-hmm. That's it, lack of. See, it could be a lack of uh, other project managers in the organization. It may be you and another project manager that are leading these big initiatives. So you're like, well, if, if that other project manager doesn't do it, then who else are they gonna go with? And you can't think like that, family. We have to always be thinking about service, service, service. And I can keep saying it over and over again because service is so important to projects. When you have the ability to deliver quality, exceptional service, I, I, I don't want to make any guarantees, but I'll say this. You have a better chance of a customer when they have to make a decision between a particular project management firm, uh, between the different project management firms or different organizations or whatever, however you want to address it, they will look at you because of your deliverance and your transparency and communication. Point number seven, ignoring customer feedback. Whew. Listen, when a customer feels unheard, they feel undervalued. I don't know about you, but if you've ever had a, a customer service experience where you really wasn't heard, um, you really truly felt, I, I'll speak for myself, I won't speak for the family, I felt under undervalued. Um, I felt underserved. I, I felt that I wasn't appreciative of the business I was bringing to that organization. Now, as a project manager, when I receive feedback from customers, that's why it's important during the whole transition of that project to keep a lesson learned document because having a lesson learned document and documented through the whole entire project gives you an opportunity to course correct throughout the whole project of make, ensuring that the, the customer understands the importance of their, how they really feel and dis demonstrating a responsiveness so you can prevent frustration. Listen, I'm gonna be honest with you, you won't be able to make every customer happy. That, that's, that's true. But the ones that you can make happy based on the things you can control, you wanna be able to do that because there's gonna be people that, there's gonna be customers that's not gonna be appreciative of you going above and beyond because of the fact that there was like, the expectation wasn't set. So when you set the expectation and the expectation saying, this is what we're gonna deliver, this is when we're gonna deliver, and if we don't meet these, if we don't meet some of these uh, these initiatives that we set, we're gonna, we're gonna ensure that we, we uh, which leads me into point number eight, we're gonna make sure that we bring our best efforts, period. Every time that you talk to us, you're gonna know you're getting our best effort around the board. See, the importance of, of, of putting forth a genuine, that's the key word, now I'll slow that down, I may have missed you, I said, ensuring that you put forth a genuine effort in addressing customer needs and concerns, 
do you know more customers are, are, wanna, are, are going to want to do business with you? Because they, they at least know that you're going to not use any manipulative tactic or try to make the customer feel undervalued or, but if you, if you put a, pour a lot of value and prevent that, that frustration with that customer, the sky's the limit. I would be curious, how many people have had, uh, family, I would love to, if you could leave in the comments that you just had a poor customer service experience, whether that's personally or you were leading a project and it was just, you know you didn't do what you were supposed to do and you didn't deliver. Let's just be honest with me. I would be curious to know. And then I also want to know, the successes that you have when you over delivered and you delivered an amazing customer experience like you customers are coming back to you saying hey uh what else products do you have what else do you offer because if you're able to do that so so exceptionally i would love what else i could do to work with you family if, if you enjoyed today's episode please hit that like button leave me a comment like i said um this was a long one i'm sorry i gotta get this out of my system because there have been many projects and going over my projects that I've led and I've been a part of either being a project manager or a stakeholder, I've always seen that sometimes when you're on the stakeholder side that now you can see the gap even better versus when you're the project manager, you know, we can get blinded by the success that we may have had or we're currently having that we don't forget about our most important ingredient, which is our customer. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, family. Until next time, you know my slogan, I'm out.